So I finally managed to do it. Get yourself as a voiceover character for Bayonetta? Oh, yes. I was working hard on that. <laughs> finally got Did accepted. Offer... <laughs> that would be like $15 an hour or something like that. And they promised me like oodles of hours. I don't know what oodles translates to, but I just want to have a pretty sweet paycheck at the end of the deal. There's a bunch of noodles. Yeah. Unfortunately, scheduling conflicts happened, and I was unable to secure the job, and it went over no. to uh, some no-name actress. Yeah. But no, I managed to finally lose an episode of the podcast. What? Yeah. We, we have episode 26, which is the last one I posted, and then we had 27, 28, which I was supposed to edit later on because of, uh, you know, life. And I went back to edit 27, and the files are just fucking gone. So does this mean this is actually 29, or does this make this 28? It's going to be 29, because the last one's called 28, and numerically and date-wise, it would be 28. So this is going to be 29, and 27 is going to be the, oh, the man. mystical we, lost episode. It could have gone all Survivor, and a few seasons ago, they're like, hey, we've got a thing that makes you not get eliminated anymore, and you can go back to the tribe and like they reverse time. I'm like, did they just time travel on Survivor? Uh, I guess so. And have yeah, never seen Survivor, so I don't oh, know. Oh, Survivor's great. Fucking yeah. fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe someday in the future I'll find it and I'll post it and it'll fill the gap. But as of now, that episode will be missing. Maybe if you wait to the end of Ant Man, we'll be able to go back in time and find it. I don't watch your Marvel movies. Not what you're talking about. They time travel at some point. I'm not a nerd. That's how everyone gets back. You're in a video game podcast. Yeah. That's kind of nerdy. And, uh, is it though? No. All right. Let's start this shit. Welcome to the Digital Liberations. This is Thomas. I have here Brett. This is episode 29. Uh, let's see. What's the date today? It's the 30th? Halloween yeah, is tomorrow. 30th. Yeah, it's Halloween tomorrow. That's pretty rad. So, uh, Brett, what's going on? Did you hear about this Bayonetta news? Don't you, don't you care about the Bayonetta Dude, news? how crazy was it that we did this whole piece on it, and then like a week later, they're like, oh, BT-dubs, it was all a lie, and we thought that guy was just mass, like, blocking people for no reason. Oh, no, I told you, that's just business as usual for Kamiya. That's not a new <laughs> thing. He's been doing it for fucking ten years now. This is why I don't like reporting on things like this. Because you look like assholes, like, yeah, they should get paid more, and... Yeah, maybe they should get more. Like, that's not our fucking place to say. I don't fucking know what a voice actor gets paid. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, well, I hope that's not true, and that doesn't sound right, but... And then all of a sudden, it was like, yeah. She just... wanted a bunch of money and, uh, like, stock options for the game. I'm like... No, no, she wanted residuals, so she residuals, wants, like... yeah. Yeah, she wants to be paid out for X amount of sales and all that stuff, which, I mean, is perfectly fine, but that's not standard. So, it's, it's like, she's asking for way more than anybody else gets made, uh, gets paid for these kind of things. So Also, there's a better way of doing it. Like, if I'm gonna negotiate with my boss, and I'm like, yo, boss, I would like a raise because I worked really hard and I make a lot of money for you, and people see me as the head of the company, and the boss could be like... 
yes or no. But if I go on like a public forum and I'm like, look at me, I like do a public outcry, and then my boss is like, definitely not now. Well, no, I mean, this is well after the fact. She was replaced. Yeah. They have a new actress. The game was coming out in two weeks from this point. But then she decided to burn all the bridges because nobody's ever going to work with her again. No. <laughs> I think she's a stage actor, so I guess she doesn't really care about video game voice acting. But it's just like, that's a bridge that you'll never get back. Oh, the company fat cats. Go take this and spend it elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that is defamation, isn't it? If, if you say, don't buy this game... Oh, I think they could definitely sue her. Yeah, a very interesting move. So whatever happening was she said she got paid. A low, she was getting offered a low amount and she declined it. And it turns out she was lying about what, what she was getting paid. Uh, they came out as such. Then she clearly looked like a liar. She wouldn't back down. Then kind of updated and said, yes, I wasn't completely honest, but still didn't back down. No, it's a fucking I nightmare. Think, <laughs> I don't even think she still has backed down until No, today. she hasn't. Like, I... The only way out of it at this point would be like, yeah, I was wrong. And I think she's like either dug herself into the ground at this point and she's going to kind of be like uh, the person who got caught like cheating. And they're like, well, did I really cheat? It's like, yes. <laughs> she tried to pull a shaggy. It wasn't me. <laughs> it's like the woman on the. Um, it's a funny story. Like that woman who tried to uh, run the Boston Marathon. And she, like, jumped on the train. Oh, right. Yeah. And then she tried to just, like, go into the pack. And then she realized that she broke the world record for the Boston Marathon. And at that point, she just had to fucking sell it. She's like, yeah, I didn't fucking cheat. <laughs> I know nobody saw me between these miles, but, I mean, I'm not that fast. I just, no one's ever heard of me. And I just beat, like, fucking, like, marathon runners who do this for a living. <sighs> Just was double a... down, man. You just gotta, you either admit to it or you just double down, and they double down. <laughs> the person we're talking about, is, what's her name? Elena Taylor or something? Yeah, Elena Taylor. Voice of boy, uh, Bayonetta? Bayonetta. Yeah. I probably should be better at describing. It's just you a know. bummer, though. I think everyone knows at this point. We're not. Me and you are here for the banter and what we think about news articles. People are, are really going, they didn't get that right. I think we're not like. A major should, news outlet. You shouldn't report on something until both sides are at least stated, you know? <laughs> yeah, like Roblox. I don't fucking know. Kids shouldn't be. I don't know. Kids don't. Uh, I, I was babysitting my niece the other day, and all this chick did was watch that. What's what's the one with the, the penguins and like the. I don't know if he's a hamster or a bear. Louie? No, it's like Baru Maru or something like that. Oh, something. yeah. Yeah, Badu Maru, some, I don't know what the fuck it's called, but... Yeah, she just zones the fuck out watching that show. So, I mean, what are kids really doing? Put them in the goddamn Roblox mines, I don't care. That's doing something. I think <laughs> me and you were talking about the other day, was just like, if, if we were both, like, 10 and 12 years old again, and someone was just like, yo, man, we're gonna give you... 75 cents for every Doom map you draw and we put into the video game, we'd be losing our mind. Our game maps are in Doom? And like, yeah, they're going to be making millions of dollars, but do you think being you would give a shit? It's just like, they wrote us a letter. We got $7. What we're saying is you want children to be exploited. Exactly. As long yeah. as you put their name in the games. They didn't do that. You know they didn't. <laughs> they might have put their gamer tags. I'm going to state again that I've never played Roblox and I have no idea how it works. Like, 
Dave loves Chick Fil A 800 probably definitely got his name put in that game. Uh, what else we got? What's what's happening in the world of the news? Uh, we're going. I was looking through some articles. Thanks, Tom, for doing that uh, intro. It's kind of fun when someone else does it. Um, hey. The other thing, let's see. Um, I completely uninstalled Overwatch because this is just personal going into um, someone basically found a custom match where you could make mercies and get them pregnant by McCree's and then they would pop out Torbjorn's and at that point I had enough I'm a very tolerant man when it comes to my bullshit when it comes to game but between that and the way that that fucking game has come out to release I uninstalled it I'm not going back you gotta specify good. that this is a it was, it's a fan map fan made it's not something like the creators but it's not it's not being moderated in such not a way where it's kind of a, it's called like woman like spousal abuse or something like that like some ridiculous mm-hmm. name yeah that's the thing though is like that's been the biggest problem with some of those custom maps is because like even when overwatch was up there was just be people who were doing custom games of like it's not as like this is such a terrible comparison but they were just trying to like ruin people's ranks by coming in and just like trashing people like diamond people would come in and just like make custom games where they would ruin bronze rank so it'd be impossible to get out of it and then everyone would be like why aren't you guys watching your games and they're like it's like no you guys have millions of dollars like fucking so much money and then the other thing, the like I saw, that's not as fucking bad, but you could go buy an Overwatch 2 keychain physical cheaper than the fucking keychain in-game. I don't know, man. I, I have not played Overwatch in years. I don't know how 2 works. I un- Basically, they gave you any of the old players. They had this, what they called a legacy currency, which gave you basically any a of the gold you had. legacy currency. And once you had your legacy currency, you could never get it, but it allowed you to go skins you wanted to, and now every skin in the game that you didn't buy is now, like, a 20 paywall. Interesting. They went the Valorant way, and everyone on the forums are like, well, Fortnite does that. I'm like, yeah, but Fortnite doesn't, like, require you to buy these. The, the Fortnite gives you enough money to buy the Battle Pass. Fortnite doesn't lock skins around characters who have already been, like, locked that were free previously. I If I hear the comparison, it's like, the game... If it came out like that with the first release and this is how it was, yeah, fine. And I know you need to make changes and stuff like that, but it just seemed like it was such a weird fucking... Just let me pay $40 for a game so I can, like, have the choice to unlock skins beyond all the other bullshit. It was just... Uh, The way that game works, like, logically, you'd want it to be a free-to-play game. I'm not sure how they're monetizing it. But ideally, you want that to happen. Because, I mean, you have so many games coming out with, uh, you know, you have Valorant and then you have yeah. uh, Paladins and all those games that are relatively popular and they are free to play. So you have to, it's just weird to release a game like that, like an online multiplayer only game for 40, 30 bucks. It's just not really heard of anymore. Just like really fucking weird for a game that was set up for their player base and they must be super soaked to see like the 2.5 million players or whatever that first came out for it. But, like, it just feels like they just fucked over all their previous people who were playing it. Like, all the people I know who were playing it previously don't play anymore. I know I don't. 
No. I look at my list of friends who I used to know through just like strictly Overwatch and they're they're no longer there. Like our friend Greg, I don't even think, is playing nearly as much. That's weird because he loved that shitty game for some reason. They made it so all the roles don't feel like they do anything except for tanks just feel like you can't kill them. Interesting. It's kind of annoying, but yeah, fuck it. We're talking too much about Overwatch. So until Hill Translator says Konami will not give him any compensation for a thing he sold twenty years ago. Yeah, I don't. I don't see the. He was paid to make a script, and they own the script. What's his complaint? Exactly. <laughs> what do you What do you want, buddy? You should have sold it for more. I'm sure he was hired to do the job, and he was paid adequately. I'm sure he wasn't. Applying to be a tra- to translate this on to script, you know, he's probably like, "Hey, guy, you want to do this job?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." You know, they own it; they paid you to do it. Who cares? You can do whatever the fuck they want with it. Stupid story. Yep. And uh, what was really funny though is um, the only reason I picked this up was the way the sleight of tongue that he said. He goes, um, "Outrage! Maybe I should make a video." Where I can get a group of Twitter peoples to follow my my behalf, also. <laughs> yeah, who cares, man? Good get shit. all the muskers after you. Uh, fun things that are coming out. Sonic Prime is coming to Netflix December fifteenth. Let's let's go back to Silent Hill two. Did you watch okay, the trailer? Okay. No, I heard once you told me, once you told me it was made from a uh, Bloober. Yeah, Bloober team. team. Yes, I just stopped caring because of all of how bad everything they seem to touch is yeah they don't make good games so this is what konami does nowadays it's a trend they seem to love doing it is they'll take back an ip they'll hire like the lowest bidder to make the game and just give push all the development to them and just publish it they do not give a fuck about quality of games anymore you can see that with the contra game they did released maybe two or three years ago no that was so fucking bad They've done a pretty good job with these compilations of like the Castlevania games and the Contra games. Those are all solid works, but those are games that already exist. So that's just them exactly. pumping out easy uh, revenue. All these future games coming out, I have no faith of them giving a fuck about in terms of quality control. So I have no, I have no faith in this game being good. I mean, I hope it's great, but no, <laughs> knowing current Konami and knowing Bloober Team's development prowess, I do not think they're going to make a good game. And uh, if, if you notice, they did Silent Hill 2. Which yeah. is the one that everybody has put on a pedestal for uh, 20 years now? It's at least the that's one that's like... I can't wait. Yeah, that's why Pyramid Head showed up in every game after that, because he was like the iconic blah blah blah, even without the subtext of what, you know, the representation was. I can't wait was. to watch them ruin it. That's why, like, I know how many people have been looking forward to it. I'm like, oh, there's some people who are gonna still hold on hope to the last fucking oh, every- moment. Everybody's excited for this game. I'm just saying you should probably, you know, you know, don't count those eggs. I can't wait! <laughs> I'll play I can't hats, wait to man. see how bad it is. Oh, I, I hope the sh- hats just into shit emojis everywhere. Yeah. They also announced another one. It was Silent Hill F. It was just a, a trailer. I don't know if you saw the trailer for that. It looked interesting, but I don't know who's developing it, and I'm not exactly sure what it is. It's uh, it's in- interesting how they're... I think they announced more than that, but I'm not sure what the other things were. Sukunen 2 and yeah, Sukunen 1, they'll be fine. So, they're, yeah, they're going to be ports, more or less, but they did do yeah. a few things to make them look nicer, so I'm actually pretty yeah. excited about that release. 
It's not like they made they announced this code in six or something. So, Suka we'll twenty seven. Ah, <laughs> uh, that Eugen Chronicles game should be coming out relatively soon, I believe. That's the the game that the guy who made Sukoden went off to make. Oh, yep, you're right. That's gonna that looks the good. the side scroller beat him up already came out. That that's on Game Pass, I think. But the actual RPGs uh, should be out soon. I'm pretty excited about that. I kickstarted it, but they did that thing where it always pisses me off, where they got immediately jumped on like a publishing firm to oh, make yeah. us look like fucking idiots. Like, hey guys, thanks for that money, but uh, yeah, we got a five five games to publish us or whoever the fuck it is. I don't know. So you know, Kickstarter is dumb. Don't do it. Yeah, I don't. Only thing I typically the closest I come to things like Kickstarter at this point is when I greenlight games or like early access. But I, I've even become cautious with some of those. Like the, um, the one that I like the most. Like I think I early access Dead Cells when it was in alpha stage because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna play this forever. But it just seems like every game is in early access, and then some of them are just like. Yeah, the developer left it. They're onto their oh, next man. project. I just got an email from from this account. I I, I uh, kickstarted a game. I want to say like 2015, 2014. Oh, this is a God. long time ago. It was called a it started with a Z. I don't remember the exact name, but it was pretty much exactly like uh, Minish Cap in terms of graphical style. It was a, it was yeah. a straight up Zelda clone, and. After a few years, they stopped doing updates and was like, all right, guys, I'm, I'm not, I can't do this anymore. I'll try to get refunds. And then nothing for years. It's been like four years since the last update from this thing that I stopped caring about, you know, seven years ago. Yeah. Then I got an email like a week or two ago. And this <laughs> email was fucking crazy. It was like, hey, I'm a, I had to wrestle this account back because the person who was developing this game... Uh, he was a giant scumbag, and he completely mismanaged the money and took out a bunch of loans and t- personally took my name up through the mud and ruined my Whoa. credit. Went this long rant, like, don't expect refunds. Nothing's going to happen. This guy's a giant piece of shit. Here, here's what he does now. And don't listen to any of his fucking claims about making new games. Don't trust him. It was, like, the most wild email. Holy <laughs> crap. Yeah, it was crazy. I got to find it. Put me posted on the uh that's amazing oh yeah it was it was crazy it's like it's yeah, kind of like um... he made me almost want to kill myself like i was on the borderline <laughs> of, of all the ruin he's bought brought me through and all this stuff like fucking hell <laughs> was not expecting that in my inbox christ i could probably pull it up if i uh launch my kickstarter is a terrible site to navigate that and uh patreon two sites that are just like a nightmare to go through like that game that like the developer put all the money into it in crypto, and they're like, hey, um, <laughs> the crypto market collapsed, and we lost $5 million, and we don't have enough money to give refunds, but we kind of told you guys that the crypto part was going to be part of the game, and we go ahead, and then people, like, basically wrote to, like, hey, assholes, no, you didn't. You said the crypto part was an add-on, and we're going to sue you. <laughs> Let's see here. Okay, the game was called Midora. Uh, it was expected to be delivered in September 30th, uh, 2015. So that's how far back this this campaign goes. And let's see if I can see that update here. The final update, what really happened. <laughs> and it's this pretty lengthy letter. Uh, yeah. What's he it said, called again? Uh, Midora. M-I-D-O-R-A. It was just a straight up uh, Minish Cap clone. It looked pretty cool. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Let me address the elephant in the room. Refunds are not coming. 
William has abandoned me, this project to end you all. He refuses every single opportunity to pay you back for fuck-ups. <laughs> it is, yeah, this is like a novel. It is quite a, quite a story. Almir is the game director. Uh, what's that? Who's, who's the letter from? It's from somebody who is helping him uh, develop the game. I think he's oh, French I wonder who it is, because I'm looking at his page right now. I'm like, oh, I wonder who it was. <laughs> yeah, uh, this person's name is Jessica, who is writing this letter and saying, <laughs> uh, the, let's see here. Yeah, William, I guess, is the one who fucked everybody over. Oh, man, it, it is such a long letter, my lord. <laughs> he was offered uh, publishing deals with, like, Devolver and stuff and declined them all because he thought he was too good for it. Oh, my God. <laughs> God damn. Anyway. Oh, are they talking about some, uh, I think they got control of the Twitter, and then they said that the person who who was doing this and fucked everything up got a different Twitter based on a game called Frostgold. Twitter.com forward slash Frostgold game. I don't think the account's active anymore, but that was the game he was trying to make after this one. Uh, let's oh. see if it, yeah, this account doesn't exist, so that, that account was deleted. Oh, that's too good. Yeah. So, I mean, fuck this guy. <laughs> I just wanted my, uh, my Minish Cap clone. Uh, oh, that's yes. way too good. You're talking about a, uh, a Sonic show or something? Oh, yeah, so there's a Sonic show coming to Netflix December 15th, because we all know there's a new Sonic game coming out that's getting, yeah, it's gonna be a mixed thing. I'll play um, it. I'll try it. I'll, I'll give every Sonic game a try, and I'll play it for a few hours and say this game's fucking terrible. Except me and so, December 15th, the show's latest character posters are revealed the popular Sonic characters, like always, like Knuckles, Amy's, Tails, and more. My kids are gonna like it. Like, game yeah, goes, you, like, that's it. That show, uh, Sonic Boom, was perfectly fine. It's really yeah. watchable. It's a kid's show, whatever. It, was, it made in-jokes about the Sonic universe. It's kind of funny. Gabe runs around, he knows that he's fast, he thinks Amy's cool, he likes Knuckles, like, that's all you really fucking need. Like, like they made references to, like, the weird fandom online and stuff in that show. Oh, really? That's kind yeah, of funny. Like, yeah, what was the name of the show? The Prime, new one? You said? Yeah, Prime. Sonic Prime. Yep, sorry, I was taking a sip of my soda, and it's gross. Yeah, I'm people drink. I take a look. Okay, it's 3D animated. Yeah, yeah. It, looks, it looks a lot like... Uh, it looks cute. He doesn't have the, like the arm movie. bandages. Yeah, no, I say it looks better than the movie. It looks like a, like a cartoon Sonic. That's fun. Uh, whatever, I'm sure it's fine. Kids will like it, as long as it's not a game, because the games are all terrible. Yeah, we might, like, maybe the game will be good. Ish. I don't want any game to ever be bad. <laughs> I just have no faith in Sonic Team because they're terrible. Exactly. Problems. It's like, if if we can get, like, a 6.5 out of it, I'd be stoked. It's like, as long as people are like, it's playable and kind of fun. I'm like, hey, alright, that's better than it's broken I mean, garbage. they're doing the same thing that the Kirby game did, but they kind of went more in, like, a, a, like a Mario a Galaxy kind of route with it. That's what it looked so like anyway. Good. That Kirby, yeah, Kirby game is so fucking good. I got. I gotta sit down and play through it. I'm I, like. I, I need to be forced. I think I'm like halfway through. Yeah, I got that Mario Rabbids game too. I haven't played that yet. Nintendo games. <laughs> yeah, I need to catch this. It might be the first year though in years that like a Sonic. I mean a uh, Nintendo game hits my top five. Was it Metroid Dread on yours last year, or did we, did we both yes, admit it? That was on my um list of games to play that I regretted not playing, but I think it just missed it. It was the game that I forgot to add to my list. <laughs> that was the game you forgot to add to the list. You're like, fuck, I knew there was another one. Yeah, that'd have been a solid two or three. I liked Dread a lot. Yeah. 
I can't stop playing Kirby. Yeah. Splatoon 3 came out this year. I mean, there's some good games coming up for the Switch. That Bayonetta 3 came out. Boycott Bayonetta. I heard it's really good. Uh, I, I've always been kind of like not the biggest fan of that type of game, but the ones I did like, I think we talked about this the last time we had an episode where I liked the Dante's Inferno and I liked Bayonetta enough. And I liked that European made a team, what, not Team Ninja, right? No. Ninja Theory. Yeah. The British theory. developer. The DMC they made was pretty good. Yep. That was really good. Yeah. I, like, I just like the flow of battle more. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the juggling enemies in the air with your bullets and like anime moves and shit. It gets a little over overdone, you know? Just like, just fucking die. I don't like it when it feels like the reason you're doing it is to just stall time. I yeah. like it when it feels like you're doing enough damage and maybe you could keep, like... There's been times in DL, like Devil May Cry, where I've hit like a hundred and fucking fifty bow, and like it's done a quarter of the bar. I'm like, get the fuck out of here! I want the combos to feel like I'm doing something, not like I'm just like hitting them so yeah. I can hear it's like superior, fucking great. You got like, swords bigger than Jesus, fucking yeah, slicing through the guy with like lightning blades and shit, and it's like, oh, you need to do an eighty hit combo to do any damage. Like, what the fuck is this? I made it to, like, chapter <laughs> six this? or seven in it, and I was like, I must be getting close to the end, and it was like, you've got six more chapters to go. I'm like, I can't do this again. I can't do any more of this. I was just I fucking might, exhausted. I might play through DMC3 at some point, because that's the one everybody says the best one. I played the first one, and a little bit of the second one, I just kind of dropped off that series completely. And uh, I have the, the HD version on the PS3, so I can probably just play that. It's, maybe I'll stream it or something. Have a have a group play or something of that and see if it's actually any good. <laughs> you know what it is, is, is like I think like that style of like action RPG type game has come a long way. It's and... not an RPG, it's just straight up action games. Well, it's because they, like the reason I'd consider RPGs because you have like the orbs and shit to like upgrade your skills and stuff. I think it's just your weapons though, right? It's like a static increase in weapon power. The like last a... one you had to get abilities and there was like an actual tree. Oh, maybe. I didn't play five. I do. I I own it. It came with a, a video card I bought. It's like, hey, here's DMC five. Yeah. It's more like I would say it's just straight up, but like I would say just because the orb collection, I it's always kind of like because everyone would even consider like God of War an action RPG because of the fucking. But it, I don't remember I don't how God of War worked. If I you just... if you can increase your stats your physical character sheet kind of stats, then it's an RPG. If it's just a static number and you put orbs to make, say, the sword go from attack one, attack two, that's just an action game. It's, okay, you can call yeah, there it was an, an RPG element. Tree then. Yeah. yeah, but it's not strictly an RPG. Like, Zelda 2 is the only Zelda game that's an RPG because it's the only one that has an actual character tree and growth, whereas yep. all the other Zelda games are all static numbers. Like, yep, you can get a better true. sword, but the sword's 65, and it's always going to be 65. Right. That so, one yeah. you actually like leveled all your characters and abilities and characters. Link had a level, yeah, them. yeah, straight up. So it had some great music too. That overall Zelda two, yeah, is an incredibly underrated game. It's always like the black sheep of the Zelda series for some reason. People like Ocarina the most. I don't get Zelda fans. But <laughs> Ocarina of Time is just like the past, but 3D, but not as good. That's that's all it is. <laughs> it goes for me. Link to the Past, Link's Awakening. Yeah, oh yeah, solid choices. Um, Zelda 2, Zelda 1. And Zelda then you could... 1 is a hard game to sell these days. It was amazing, 
back in the 80s because it was giant open world where you had to figure shit out. And that wasn't yeah. that common. It was a pretty obscure thing. But you can like break the game and go in different areas. And you, it was one of those games where you like talk to your friends like, yo, did you find this thing? Like, oh, exactly. shit, that's crazy. But you don't have that anymore. You have like, you know, Zelda in, like, notoriously has too much handholding these days, except I guess Breath of the Wild doesn't really do it. But, you know, up till then, like Skyward Sword, Winds Waker, Twilight, Twilight Princess, everybody hated the overly handholdy parts of them. I guess I the first game was like fucking dropped you in, so yeah. just fucking do it. <laughs> I Go Twilight figure it out, man. This is my number five, and then probably number six, you could toss in any of the Oracle Seasons, because I thought those were Oracle solid. Seasons or Ages are great games. Those great. Are How much fun. Zelda rankings Utilize the Game Boy Color f- fantastically. Like, I remember having them and sitting with that game in my hand going, wow, these just look fucking great. Minish Cap, I didn't play it till years later. But that game was yeah. actually really, really yeah, solid fun. too. Decent. Yeah, it was just kind of short. Minish Cap. Yeah, yeah. Solid game though. The DS ones are rough. I'd probably rank them pretty low. I don't really remember them. The only one I would consider that I liked for the 3DS was um, Between Worlds, and that was just because it did some neat shit with. Um... Oh, that was a great game. It did. I liked the, when you could go onto the wall. Yeah. I thought that was some great graphics. The DS had um, Phantom Hourglass, yeah. and it had uh, Spirit Tracks, which I'd say Spirit Tracks is the better of the two, but they're both, you know, not the greatest in the Zelda no, series. No, they're... Meh. It's just like saying the Castlevania games on the DS, they're okay, but they're just like, you need to draw a fucking pentagram after beating this boss, or they're gonna yeah. get all their life back. I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. They, they fan, there's a fan patch that will remove that for you. It's great. Oh my god. Hey, you're walking across this fucking map and you need to hold the fucking stylus to break the bricks or you're gonna get thrown into lava. Like, fuck you. Castlevania is another game that's like another series that's impossible to fucking order in terms of best of worst because there's so many of them that are really good. I think Dead Cells, Blood Stained Night, the Blood Stained uh, Ritual has kind of fucked up that game for me just because they're I think they're better games than... Like, I like Symphony of a Night. I'm one of those people who would be like, oh, yeah, I'll play it. But, like, those two games have just fucking ruined it for me. <laughs> yeah, Bloodstained was great. I don't know if I'd call it better than, like, at least the GBA trilogy in Symphony of the Night, mm, but... That's true. GBA trilogy. It probably it trumps the DS ones, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, those DS ones. I like the DS ones fine. That third one was kind of bullshit with its difficulty, but I like the main character. The little witch mm. lady. I like Sh- all of them. Like, I love all those. Those are a genre that just have stayed solid. Yeah, but they were milking that 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 cash cow for a while. <laughs> Typical oh, yeah. Konami. Yeah. Typical Konami. It's like I think the D- the advanced um, Metroids are probably where the series was the best until fucking um, that recent one came out. Yeah, I didn't like Prime. Two D or three D platforming, not great. <laughs> That's why they do nauseous. Yeah, not good. Three was more of an action game, though. They kind of forego in the the puzzle solving. It's like, yeah, it's just it's just Halo. Any Halo listeners now. out there who can tell me how you didn't vomit while using the screwball in fucking first person? Write me in. Tell me. There's a uh, a thing called Prime Hack. It's an emulator. It's it's a modification of Dolphin that pretty much makes it a first person shooter with your keyboard and mouse, like you would play on a PC. And that makes it way more playable as opposed to using the GameCube controller, but still, like, I, I just, I want my Metroid 2D. I, I don't want to be that guy. But, yeah, it's, just, it's a better 2D game than it is a 3D game. No, agreed. Zelda, I, I'm one of the people who thinks fucking Ocarina of Time is overrated. I think Majora's Mask is overrated, and... People I've say, had... 
Ugh. That Ocarina of Time is like the best game of all time. Like to this day, they still say that game. And fucking no, Goldeneye. What is with people in N64 nostalgia? <laughs> that system sucked. What are you Ugh, talking about? So bad. Let's go back and play some fucking Bio, whatever that game was called. Bio um, Mutant? Or bio, bio Freak. Bio, bio Freak or Crash Ops. <laughs> What's Crash Ops? It was like one of the first. Um, you have Blast Corps? Blast Corps, yeah. Yeah. God. Blast Corps was okay. It was kind of stupid, but I mean, it was all right. Compared to the rest of the library in the N64. Uh, it's not a good library to go digging through. There's not many good games on there. I'll spend $80 on Disappointment. I always felt like the end, like when you went to your friend's house and they only had an N64 and no PlayStation, I'm like, wow, someone doesn't love you. Everybody who had that was like the, the go-to people because of their uh, party games. Like you'd play fucking Goldeneye and yeah. Mario Party and all their games to torture yourself with. Uh, Saturn was a fucking phenomenal system, but Saturn was great. The problem with the Saturn is they didn't release any of the good games here. <laughs> oh. It's like fuck these good 2D games, which release these janky ass 3D games that nobody's gonna fucking like. Let's release Orcs versus what was that game called? It was like oh the fuck, Redoor uh, Horse. Yeah, that's what it was. It was like <laughs> oh my god, it's a fun game. So it is, beat them up. Yeah. but what a weird one to be like. I'm because I think that was one of the release titles. Like what? I'm I think it was early. Yeah. It's funny that the <laughs> last game we got on the Saturn in the US was like a launch title, or very early window on the uh, Japanese Saturn side, the Magic Knight Ray Earth. Yes. Yep. That was fun. Yeah, that was a that was like a launch window game in Japan. That was the last officially released game in the US. Fighting Vipers. Fighting Vipers is okay. I guess I don't know. Break some armor, putting through walls and shit. That generation of PS or PS One Saturn fighters, not a biggest fan of them. Well, you weren't three. a big fan of uh, Battle Arena Toshiden? Not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> Tekken 3 is well, kind of where they started getting it. They actually put like logical physics so you didn't do moon jumps or if you hit up. But the first Toshiden. two Tekkens, Virtual Fighter, those games are rough. <laughs> They're rough mm-hmm. games. Fucking Kane <laughs> jumping up in the air forever. Get uh, back here, ring out. God damn it, this is why I'm the fucking Jamaican wrestler, because he doesn't go up in the air. <laughs> that was the era where he had, uh, had Street Fighter 3, you had Alpha 3, you had uh, Darkstalkers, like all the Capcom games. I think you Alpha had... 3 might still be the perfect fucking fighting game. It's broken as fuck, I wouldn't call that that, but it's probably my most enjoyed fighting game of all time. I love that game. That and love- probably Third Strike. Like leveling your character and getting to M. Bison and realizing you specced wrong and then after starting over. Face it straight. Go for like, Why can't I lose? Oh, because I'm bad at this game and I made it to M. Bison on a level 12 character. I should start over. Triumph or die. Remember when Alpha 2 came out for the Super Nintendo and just paused for 30 seconds every time? It was Alpha, Alpha 1, I think. Yeah, it was like, fight. Yeah. It was kind of like Shang Tsung if you used, uh, <laughs> used him in uh, what trilogy? Yeah, Oh my god, no one be sharing sun. <laughs> Why? <Yeah. laughs> oh, poor PlayStation. Alright, last piece of news I have is... Um, oh wait, no, I got two more. Witcher's getting a remake. Um, they the said that they're one? gonna... Yeah, they're gonna do a complete remake of the first one. Are they remake it in like the third engine? That's what it sounds like, yeah. Because that game needs it. <laughs> that game is That's rough. what I was thinking. I'm like, wow, the first two could definitely use that Witcher 3 love. 
but yeah. That's and they cool. and they got the original. Um, let's see. And before you throw up your eyebrows, Fool Theory is working with several of the veteran developers who spent direct hand with the development of the original game. So that's always fun. Cool. Uh, let's see. Last piece of news I have. Uh, Good okay, news. Hold up. Before what? you go there. Yo. Have you heard about CD Projekt Red and what they've been doing around Boston? No. They opened up several studios in Boston for to make the next uh, Cyberpunk game. Really? Yeah. It's all local now. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, that's pretty cool. They're making a sequel to Cyberpunk, and they opened up an office in Boston. It's all going to be all focused around here now. It's going to be fucking rad. I'm going to find out where they are and see if I can get in there and be an IT guy or something. <laughs> Hell yeah, that would be amazing. Go sign that NDA and be like, definitely not happening. Yeah. Maybe they'll make you uh, stop doing this podcast and I'll be free. Whoa. Did um, I buy so... Hard West 2 twice? I like Hard West. That's fun. Oh yeah, I know. I just bought it and it's showing up in this list as saying I own it on both GOG and Steam. Did I buy it twice? Why would I do that? Does make any sense? Anyway, what's your last piece of news? I, I like leaving news on a positive note. Uh, Terraria, that game that's been out forever, became the first indie game to break a million positive Steam. That's pretty good. Uh, the game has been out for over 10 years and still being adopted, uh, updated for free. One of the most updated... Uh, Upvoted user reviews points out, oh yeah, each major update is an absolute banger too. I've never seen developers that listen to fans more than does. Uh, so that's always nice. It's like games like that, Dead Cells, Slate Aspire. Like Slate Aspire released a, a fucking secondary. Um, they led a fan service where they released a second Slate Aspire, and one of the comments is from the creators like, "Love this game." <laughs> creators of Slate Aspire. So it's always fun when. I think No Man's Sky should be listed on that tier too. They've mm. been pumping out the updates in that game, and you know it was kind of you know wet fart when it came out. They got but chased they... out of their fucking building. That was creepy. Weird ass fucking people online. Then they got like V. They put a VR update, which I heard is pretty cool. Our friend. Oh, did uh, they? Yeah, like you can play it in VR now. Does oh, Fred play it still? Fred still plays it, and that's what I was going about to bring up. Is a, our friend Fred loves that fucking game. Yeah, you play that all the time. It's not the thing I see him pop up on on Steam. I'll try it on VR. I played it when they redid the, uh, like, they restarted the MMO section of it, like, two years ago, I think it was, maybe at this point. And that whole 20-hour intro mission to get off the fucking planet, they've done it in an hour and a half. I was like, all right, you sold me. Like, Did you play that game, uh, Starlink? Mm-hmm. That game was awesome. Nobody ever talks about it. It was like a like a weird. It came out on everything. It came to PC. It came to uh, I think it was simultaneously released on you know uh, Switch consoles as well. And nobody ever talked about that game. It, the, uh, the Switch version had the Star Fox. Oh yeah, Starlink Battle of Atlas. Yeah, it was an Ubisoft game. It was kind of like a um, what's the best comparison to call it? To it's just like a, a space shooter, like an action game. Yeah, I don't think I played it. I was thinking of a different one, but it looks good. Like, think of an open-world Star Fox, and it played like that. And that game was kind of just fucking disappeared. Like, Ubisoft releases pretty good games that I feel just go under the radar. Like, uh... This is Atlas. That... No, Starlink is uh, Ubisoft. Starlink, Battle for... Oh, um, yep, you're right. It says Battle for Atlas. You're right. Sorry, my bad. Battle for Atlas is the name of the game, yeah. 60 yeah. bucks still. No way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they're they're fucking themselves with that price, but uh, that game is actually solid. Yeah, next time it's on uh, sale, I'll probably get it. 
Yeah, it's like, what's that game with the name I keep forgetting? Uh, fucking the Zelda game they made. Oh, Phoenix. um, Phoenix Rising? Yeah. Immortal Phoenix Rising. Immortal That's another game they released that was a, a banger that people kind of slept on. That game is fucking fantastic, and anyone who's listening to this, the next time it's on sale, you just... Or I think it's on Game Pass at this point. You just owe yourself it to play it. Might be. It's fun. This podcast has no structure. Yeah, it does. <laughs> does it? Yeah, we're talking about games that were... Uh, you, back and we were talking about Ubisoft games, and then we were talking about that one. And I was just saying, you owe it to yourself. We're talking about good games. That's all I'm here to do, talk about good games. It's necessarily be like we're not just like oh man let's talk about Phoenix Rising. So tell me about your perspective on John Wick Three. Get the fuck out of here. We're doing good. John Wick Three took a weird fucking turn. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they think you care more about the lore than anybody actually does. Yeah. So we're gonna double down this lore about this weird society of assassins. Like nobody gives a fuck, bro. Just shoot yeah. seven guys in the head. Which is which is do it. <laughs> Like the whole part where he's in the desert. I was just going to bring up that desert part. I'm like, all right. And then all of a sudden, he, the cares, desert now. he cares about living for his dead wife. Like, dude, she's dead, bro. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't matter. You don't need friends. Dog, Who are you going to spread the word to? Yeah, get a new dog. Get a new fine. dog. Get, get a lumberjack. The first half of that movie, though, when he's escaping the the city part, is like some of the best action movie. It's, it's, it's been films. <laughs> it's great. Oh, we're Love only about it. a month away from this game coming out, and we're that close. Which game? Cri- uh, Crisis Core Reunion. Oh, okay, yeah. I, from my understanding, it's it's a uh, it's a HD go over of the original PSP game. It looks fun. I liked it. It'd be enough yeah. to play it on a big screen and not need to play it on a PSP emulator. Yeah, that's fair. It's a pretty short game. It's gonna be up to the standards of you know modern generation assets at least. That's gonna be nice. Oh yeah, the trailer on Steam that I'm looking at right now looks crazy fucking good. And I like that. That game was fun. I think like everyone's like, oh, it had a mission system and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, it was a fun fucking game. I don't know what you're talking about. Probably repeating myself again, but even that Dirge of Cerberus game is pretty solid. Oh yeah, agreed. Dumb, stupid action game. Like, balls to the wall, dumb story. I just love beating that Final Fantasy VII story to the goddamn dirt. Like, the game ended with a super ambiguous... You don't know what happens, but things turn out okay kind of ending, and then they just had yep. to fucking make a movie and multiple games that just dove into it. Like, dude, it's over. <laughs> Nothing you can add to this is interesting. Because it was the fanboys. I think, like, the lore of it, and, like, I think if you think about it, Final Fantasy VII was, like, right around the time where fanboyism, like, was becoming what it was. Because I remember talking about Seven in high school. Like, yeah, because I, uh, the internet was taken off around the time. Yeah. Like, in a big way. I think Square just ran with it. They're like, we're still making money off this game all this time later. All right. But at least they're not Silent Hilling it, where the games are at least are fun. Yeah. Seven Remake, like I said before, was a fucking beautiful mess. <laughs> I can't wait for the I'm next saying, one. saying, though. It's like, even that. It's like, how, how many times have you played a game where they've gone and just, like, gone for just a mess mess? And they're just like, oh, we're just going to fucking throw it off the rails and it makes no sense. Like, everything you've described in the remake, just amazing. It's a very non-square move to de- deliberately go against what fans are expecting. Exactly. So we know you know that we're fucking this up. <laughs> we're, 
it's we're gonna be fuck full. at you. It's like winking at you. It's like breaking yeah. the third wall and just like winking at the fans. Like, so you think you know, huh? Wink. <laughs> I can't wait for this next game. It's gonna be fucking crazy. <laughs> That's how every like everything you described it was just like when it, it felt like Square was on an inside joke with themselves. <laughs> They're just like, okay, here we go. <laughs> Beautiful. Still can't decide if I want to buy that uh, Ghostwire Tokyo or not. I think it's still on sale. You might be able to find it cheap at this point. I think I'm gonna I think buy I a saw keys for fifteen bucks. I'm like, eh, do I play it for fifteen dollars? <laughs> Being a little petty, but right now, so I think I'm gonna buy it. I paid fifteen dollars for the RE8 DLC, no question. Like, fuck yeah, give me that. But now, like the whole game of Ghostwire Tokyo, fifteen bucks. I don't know, man. <laughs> That's a little rough. Did the other thing? I did that the other night. I was gonna go buy uh, Catan for VR, and they wanted fifteen for it. I'm like, I can go buy a real fucking copy of Catan and go play by myself if I wanted to. <laughs> I got <laughs> fifteen. I actually have to check if I have Catan still. I left a lot of my board games at my mother's house, and I haven't gone through that box yet. But I, I had a few of them that I really liked, and I hope I still have them so I can get you people over and play board games with me. <laughs> oh, dude, I'll totally be down. Katie was just like, if you want to go have a guys' night once a month, you can totally do it. I'm like, yeah, I'm you have to twice a year. <laughs> it's crazy living near people again. You're a two-hour bus ride away. It's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, what are we doing now? Games we What playing? are we playing? Yeah. Uh, me or you first? I'll do me. I have, like, a small list. Um, I played... The DLC, um, as the podcast knows at this point, I'm a huge fan of that VR mini golf, and I finally had some time. I started a new job. I'm on days. Don't really have much time for gaming as much as often. Um, so I played about an hour worth of that. Uh, they did t uh, 20,000 leagues under the sea. It's as on par as they're good as their all their other fucking DLCs that they've made. If you like VR and you want some. Cool, like physics with the dude with steam and them tossing the ball around and a lot of steampunkish stuff. It almost reminds me of the rat like intro to uh, Bioshock where you show up on a um, submarine. So that was cool. Um, oh, and I'm like 30 hours into Weird West, like legit. Weird West is a. Uh... I had my gripes with it, but it was a cool game overall. They fixed that thing that you had an issue with if you were fighting someone you left town automatically. Like you can't leave during combat anymore. That's good because um, that drove me nuts. Yeah, I would. How it works is you go into a, 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 a part in a map and it becomes a little instance, it's a little square. And if you go on the the borders of the square, you'll just leave and go back to the world map. But I'd be in the middle of a fight. I'd be kind of backing off and trying to get a shot off, but I'd actually leave the map accidentally, and it was very frustrating because <laughs> I kept doing it by accident. That's kind of where I was like, ah, this game is not doing it for me. Yeah, so Weird West is a uh, action RPG where you play a bounty hunter trying to figure out your past. Um, and I think there's multiple, it expects you to do multiple playthroughs. My first playthrough has been like 25 hours-ish so far, almost 30, but that's because I've done every single fucking side quest that you can do. Um, so it's got that for it. Like, if you are an explorer person who wants to go, like, explore the nooks and crannies and kill whatever moves you can do it, there's got, like, a cool morality system to it, um... It's just fun. If you're looking for just a game, and, like, I've been playing it for an hour or so, I think it's one of those games that, it like, it's best if you have about an hour and a half-ish, just because you feel, like, by the time you start getting into the groove of things, an hour is about the right amount of play, and I, I never feel like I'm getting ripped off. I'm just like, oh, I can't wait to see what's going to happen next, because there's just some 
weird shit that happens in that fucking game. Um, Is it weird, you would say? I would say it's weird in the West. Hmm. It's Funny a whole that. lot of weird West. It's been the game that I've... It's probably going to hit my top five this year. Um, and it's a long game, so I haven't really had much time between Minter Golf and that. Like, any time that I... It's literally the every time if, like, I have a half hour to, at work to kill when in, on my lunch break, that's what I've been playing. Um, I'm playing competitive Tetris again, playing Tetris Connect. It's those three games that are just really killing my time right now, which isn't bad. It means I'm killing my back catalog a little bit. I'll probably pick up, like I said, Cult of um, Lamb tonight, and that'll probably get me through the fall. What have you been playing? Are we going to go crash the retro game convention next year so you can get your Tetris in? Yes! <laughs> like, why don't I go to that? That seems like a thing I would enjoy. Yeah, why the, I think we meet, me and you need to start crashing random co- being like, we're here with Tiny Dynamite. We're going to interview you now. They're like, what Ooh. the fuck is this? Too late. <laughs> already here, motherfucker. <laughs> I've got a QA with Tiny Dynamite today. Who? <laughs> did you Four buy quarters. the Did you buy the game uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus? No. It is on sale for $6 right now, or sorry, $8 right now. I think you should get it because it's a very fun fighting game. Okie dokie, I will. Alright, yeah. What I've been playing has been... Sorry, I'm, I'm looking at a... Uh... I keep looking at Death Stranding like I'm gonna buy it. No, I don't know why, because I don't want to buy it, but it, it's looking at me. It's like, hey, man. Don't do it. <laughs> don't fucking don't do you it. Wanna, don't you want to play me? Oh, is this like the RPG game? It's like the RPG fighting game? It yeah, it has a, like a single-player RPG like mode, but it's a uh, Arc System Works fighting game. So if you play oh, cool. Guilty Gear or any of those kind of... Or Dragon Ball versus or fight, Fighter Z, It's kind of like that vein of things, but... I don't know. It seems a little more. Uh, what's the term for it? Followable. Yeah. You can see so what's going funny. on a little better as opposed to your typical anime fighter. It goes a little, oh God, a little yeah. too off the rails. It goes fucking crazy, and all of a sudden the screen is just taken up the, by like eight hundred things. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see what I've been playing. I have been playing. I got the DLC for Resident Evil Village. I have not played the new chapter, but I have been playing the game in third person mode, and it what has been. Yeah, it's solid. I like it. it. They did a good job with it. They actually put animations and all the stuff in that you didn't expect them to put in. Like, uh, opening stuff or activating a switch. It actually has, like, an actual animation from doing it in third person. I didn't think they'd be that involved with it. My understanding yeah. is that the entirety of the DLC is third person. Like, there isn't a first person mode to it. And then you can see Ethan's face now, which they've been Whoa. obscuring since 7. So that's, that's something. Uh, yeah. Star Ocean 6 came out. What do you think? It's fucking awesome. Nice. <laughs> you didn't know which way they're going to go, because the one I liked, 5, was one everybody else seemed to hate for some reason. Uh, you liking it so far? Yeah, yeah. It's 5 was... It was an advancement in terms of playability, whereas uh, everything in it was... How do I say this? When you get in a fight in four, you'll transport into a battlefield and you the fight. Five doesn't have it. It's, it's, it's all on map. You get in a fight, it draws a circle around you, which is the boundaries, and then you Fuck just do yeah. the fight. And then he's like, all right, put your sword away. Here's the experience point. You keep walking. So they, they have that. The problem with five is that it was a very um, stripped down game because four and three went off the rails batch. It's stupid. Especially three. Three is the fucking worst game ever made. But... But uh, they went like crazy 
world jumping to the part where you destroy Earth in the alternative reality in fucking 4. It just gets stupid. It gets overly convoluted, like, nonsense. 5 was grounded on a planet. You don't leave the planet, I don't think, ever. I think maybe you go on a spaceship once or twice, but you don't ever leave it. And it's a very simple story. There's like, you run into a girl, the girl is like, you know, tri-ace girl, so she's like a magic special MacGuffin. And it's just you going through the, you know, space aliens wander and you don't want to give her up. That's the whole game. It's like a side quest in like a different RPG. It's something you just do and it's over with, but no, that was the entire game. But the actual combat and fluidity of that game was great. I loved it. And you know I don't give a fuck about RPG stories unless they're stupid. No, like, you don't. Three. Yeah. <laughs> but six is it's like that, but it's like super hyper fast. It's crazy. You get a jetpack in the first like half hour of the game, where you're like diving up in the air, sla- smashing back down, and enemies going between them really fast. It's like super fast. It's like super open. Crazy so far. It doesn't make you feel like you're waiting to do all the cool shit. It's like happening instantly. Yeah, you, it's, it wastes no time getting you in that game. You, you walk down a street, your path, some guy crashes. Over the, and the best part about this game so far is in the other games, they're super, uh, super particular about the PPP, I think it's called. Uh, like yeah, the, the point system to be able to do the job. No, I think, or whatever. not that. Uh, the under, UPPP, Undeveloped Planet Protection Pact, where it is like if you're from like a developed space-faring nation, you can't go to a planet and tell them about technology. So if you like, you go into like medieval land, you can't say, "Hey, I have I have future weapons and can space travel." You're supposed to like not oh, mention yeah. that. This game was like, "Fuck it!" This guy crashes the plant. Like, "Yo, guys, I just crashed. Here's my spaceship. Here's my cell phone. I don't know what the <gasps> fuck." And, and you're like this medieval princess. She's like, "What? <laughs> What's going on now?" Oh, and then you're just like, awesome. "They don't give a fuck about that." Like the first minute, great, <laughs> loved it. But yeah, you can play as uh, the space captain guy who crashes on the planet, or the princess who runs into him. It's it's like Star Ocean Two. We can pick one of the two. And uh, yeah, so far solid. I picked the princess, of course, because I'm me. Well, yeah. Highly recommended. I saw a lot of my friends playing it on Steam. I didn't know people even gave a fuck about Star Ocean. But uh, yeah, it's been as in people popping it off all all the last few days. It's got mixed reviews for some reason. Does it? I got. I have to see them. I gotta see what they're bitching about because people complain about the stupidest shit online. Let me look. The story is not some fucking stupid shit. Some weeboo nonsense. Ocean Divine Force. Oh, it is back to yeah. It's still at mixed. Um, had I written this the first few hours of game starting, I would have probably recommended it. But unfortunately, the game's flaws become more and more apparent to continue playing. Pros. All right. Well. To be fair, I'm only like two or three hours in, so I maybe that's true, and I'll give you more of a notice when I talk about it again. In the I tried. I give up. I made it to the final dungeon. I just give up, and I don't care anymore. The puzzles are needlessly complicated and little to nothing to go on. I guess I'm supposed to find the last companion that I'm missing, but I can't seem to, no matter how much I backtrack. Where is it? Points you is inaccessible. Uh, I mean, maybe Star Ocean. But there's a lot of people going. This is the best Star Ocean ever. Yeah, I okay. really like this game. Best Star Ocean. Ignore what others are saying. This game is so far brings back to the old Star Ocean games. This game runs without any issues. Really like the mechanic that lets you fly. Combat is fun. Story's great. Yeah. 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 Okay. Best Star Ocean <laughs> since three. Oh God. Three was <laughs> three was so fucking. Three's the worst one. Three's I know terrible. this one's just just funny. Oh man. Four is it gets. The story is stupid, but it's a much more playable game. And also, everybody looks like a creepy doll. That's not cool. But yeah. <laughs> the actual combat was solid. Three, 
had a thing where you can kill people or you would die if you lost all of your MP. But you can do this move where you, it's like hold X or hit X, hold circle, hit X again. It was just like this three hit combo that killed everybody in seconds. <clears throat> so all you do is just spam that the entire game. There's no, no problem. The dungeon sucked. The story was beyond stupid. Bad game. Don't play three. <laughs> two is great. Go back to two. Uh, five is also recommended if you don't care about the scale downness of it. Uh, what else have I been playing? Let's take a look on my little list. I've been playing Rogue Genesia. Have you played that at all? No. It's one of the vampire survivor-like games, but this one has, I don't know if you call it a rogue progression. Uh, I actually don't know what the terminology is, but I've seen a lot of games do it. Uh, like, um, Inscription did it, where you, uh, it's all, um, how would you define that? Round-based, maybe? So oh, you, okay. there's, there's an overall map layout, and you start at the bottom. You pick up, you, you start in the first one, and then uh, it will be like defeat 300 enemies in a minute, or survive four minutes, or defeat the major boss, or something. And then you do your typical rogue or your uh, vampire survivor things, where you you know walk around at auto fights, and then you'll beat it. You get rewards, and then you uh, you go back to the map screen. You can pick a route you want to go, and it all eventually leads to the final boss. And, uh, you know, it has your spots, like, it will be a uh, shop to buy upgrades and stuff. There'll be one that's, like, uh, uh, something else, like a random thing will happen. And then, you know, different levels of battling. Uh, very, it's one of the better takes I've seen on the whole genre. I still, I, th- I still think I like 20 minutes till dawn more. But it's definitely, uh, it's, it's definitely good. Also, uh, Vampire Survivor came out 1.0. It's officially oh, yep. out now. That's good. Yeah, I played that. It, lo- it wiped my save file. So starting that game oh, fresh no. with none of your upgrades is fucking rough. <laughs> it's like you're getting oh, killed in the first... The case. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. Like you get wiped in the first five minutes and something just runs because you're so underpowered and none of your damage does anything. So... Oh, uh, I played more of that... Um, how was the name of that game? I keep forgetting the name of it. Astorgoa or Astraga or some shit the, the like the Greek fantasy action game oh yeah what do you uh, think it's it has that thing where it's like a highly polished B game where you can see where it kind of doesn't make to transition like you doesn't have that final pass that a like a triple A game would have so there's like animations and kind of stiffness with the combat that's in it it's kind of annoying if you can get over that it's solid it's your typical uh, action RPG. Uh, very light. Still. What's that? You got all your stuff? stuff? Yeah. I jumped off that game for a while, so maybe there was like a few updates where you had to like kind of be in it to progress. I don't know why my save would be deleted otherwise. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else have I been playing? Let's see here. Um, I want to say I've been playing a Switch game, and I can't remember any game Switch game I've been playing. Other than I've been still working at my Fire Emblem save because I'm getting it. That... No, I didn't get Bayonetta yet. Um, I'm not like the biggest Bayonetta fan, like I said. <laughs> I could tolerate it. It's not my my choice game. Uh, there's a bunch of games that I haven't played yet that I've been like I bought them. Like I bought that Metal Hellsinger game. I bought yeah. Hyper Demon, and I keep forgetting it's a game until I see it in my list. Like I should play that game. That's the one that's a sequel to Devil Daggers. And Devil Daggers is like one of my favorite games of all time. But I keep forgetting this game exists, so I'm actually going to click it now and make sure I have it installed. No, I do not have it installed, so I'm going to install it right now. 
Uh, maybe we'll play it later. Uh, that might be all I've been playing, to be honest with you. I've been kind of busy. Same. Work yeah. and daytime going from day to night, or night to day, is kind of tough. Is um, it now? After five years, yeah. I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah, so, well. Let's answer a couple of these questions, and we'll call well, we it a night. We, we have a community segment? We do. Yeah, we need to be better with our segments. We need to make little uh, jingles or something. This is the community section. I didn't, We're going to add a thing. song later. This, this is when I find a kind of obscure video game and clip a sound clip from it and play it. But this and, is where Tom adds the obscure clip and edits me out. Yeah, I suppose. I'm not going to do it, but you know. <laughs> it's on the to-do list. Alright, I'll do three of these eight questions tonight so we can save some for the next episode. Let's see. So, Brent, if they wanted to ask us questions, how would they do this? They could jump onto our Discord channel and they could go ahead and go into our podcast and type in some questions. They could also message us at Tom at tinydynamite.com or Brett well, at... I believe it's social. I think we both have access to that, but I think it might be social at tinydynamite.com. Dynamite spelled with a Y instead of an I. Uh, either way, I'd probably suggest Elon Musk's new playground or uh, the Discord. Exactly. Feel free. We'll answer them. At uh, Dynamite. Let's see. Are game game rooms a good idea? Game rooms are a good idea. Do you have a, a lot of space and a lot of money they don't give a fuck about? If you exactly. say yes to both of those things, you can't go wrong. Uh, I would also say that arcade cabinets right now are stupid fucking expensive because uh, the old people have money. So if you're thinking that you're going to get a good price on a asteroid machine, a fucking Miss Pac-Man, a Mortal Kombat, an NFL Blitz, you're not. They're all going for like fucking 700 to the 2000 range. I think Killer Instinct is even another stupid high one right now because of the look of them. Um, so the you might have a game one though. Are we talking like you have a, like your basement is like 15 shelves of like video games and like nostalgia sure. items and then like a, you know, like one of those kind of things where you have your IKEA Calyx shelf with all the cubes filled with individual game systems and. Like, is that kind of game room, or are you talking about, like, have a pool table and a, and a pack machine? Like, what are you really talking about? A, and I also think, also, if they're thinking game room where they're collecting shit, it's also a weird time to be collecting because people are gouging. I'm kind of tossed on the subject because I have a fuck ton of video game shit, but I also live in a condo. So right. I am not making a game room here. And it's like, that stuff is eventually going to wither away and become worthless. So I kind of just want to get rid of everything. And I have no issue with the way I play games now. I don't need a room for people to come look at my... I mean, if you find interesting things, like a, maybe a knickknack or something, you want to have like a shelf that shows it or something, I mean, that's cool. But I don't think I want like the, the angry video game nerd, Pat NES Punk wall of yeah. just like cartridges. I don't find that very interesting. I it's used like, to... I, I have but, all that shit yeah. on my hard drive. I don't need these cartridges. I mean, it's a it's a cool... I guess it's cool in a way, but it's not like this cartridge is worth $300. I should buy it cool. If you know what I mean. It's worthless oh, to what? me. Because a ROM set is like 20 megabytes for NES, guys. You don't need to buy those. <laughs> Collect stuff that you like. And if 
if you think it's too expensive and out of your price range, don't do it. Like Taylor, you... Taylor's dad right now. His his thing he's he's collecting are DC animated movies on Blu-ray, which I think is a cool thing. Like he goes for all the steel books and he goes for like all the slipcases oh, nice. and shit, which is like that's not that expensive because each movie, if you wait after the first like month of release, they're like 10, 15 bucks on Blu-ray, and like that's a it's a it's a finite collection and you can still find it all. You know, it's not like you can, you can still buy like the first movie that's on that collection for maybe 10, 15 bucks. It's not like three hundred dollars, if you know what I mean. Like that's collect- perfectly fine hobby. I'm collecting right now Lego Technique. Lego technician cars because they're fucking fun, and I've been collecting Gundam model. Those have been my two things. If you say collecting, that's just kind of something you do, like hobby. I don't know if that's a collection per se. I would because they're becoming a problem because like I build them and they're collecting. Like, yeah, I don't know. I I don't really collect anything anymore. I'm like you. I want to sell it all. Like I bought the only thing that I really like enjoy is my. I have one comic book series, that DMZ series that I wanted, but everything else, it's like hit or miss, like it's knickknacks and shit like that, but like I don't g- typically give a fuck. Yeah. If, I, I don't know. Like, If you go to Target and you buy like some stupid gaming merch and just throw it on a shelf, I don't have to find that kind of tacky. Like a Funko Pop, fuck that noise. Yeah. Anything along that line, I, I just Ugh. don't give a shit. <laughs> Gross. But if you found something like cool, like a promotional item from like 93 Nintendo World or something that'd be like kind of interesting that's kind of a unique frame thing frame your fucking posters for fuck's sake if you're over the age of 18 frame your goddamn posters you fucking heathens I was actually thinking about putting some movie posters up I have this oh long God. stretch of wall with nothing on it and I went to a few thrift stores to find like a piece of art and I can't find any art that's either big or like interesting why the fuck and, are you uh, going through all the process and put good art on your work and not fucking framing it yeah i think i might buy a bunch of movie posters for the movies i like and, uh, do it good stuff man framing is expensive though i can get some like somewhere between 50 or I've, most of the frames i got are like 20 to 30 bucks yeah there's like those shitty plastic ones you slap on the corners and stuff no target ha- i got one of those but i i framed my scott pilgrim poster in a decent frame and it was only like 30 bucks or 20 yeah, bucks that's fine like all these posters are a standard size so it's yeah. like they should have frames of that size that are decent quality that aren't those shitty like plastic you know the plastic Sectional uh, window ones, yeah, those things suck with ass. The, the little rods you slap on the side those things suck fuck those things yep those suck um yeah, yeah have a game room do it um, yeah, make it I mean, nice, if, you, if, if you want a room with a couch and a TV with your video games, then fuck yeah, do that. Exactly. I think everyone <laughs> deserves a place. That's my living room. That's what I use it for. What will happen when all or at least most of old physical media will run away? Uh, you will download it like I do now. Exactly. Not much. I'm not interested in your 40-year-old cartridges, to be honest with you. You will see people making replacement parts to the extent where you can with a 3D printer and then we're gonna at some point you uh you you cut off there oh I said like we're gonna have people who can do certain things with like 3D printers to make parts and stuff like that but when it comes to cartridges and shit deteriorating it's they're gonna go away and people are gonna use ROMs and still play overpriced Emulation has gone a far, far away from what was earlier in like the 90s and the early 2000s. There's like accurate emulation. 
You have things like the Mister for FPGA. Uh, there's flash carts if you have your console still. Those are more or less still solid. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't need your. I'm, it, it's a shame that these things, but they fade away. But time goes on, you know. <laughs> I just so much that you can do about it. I think we all knew it was just like you're only going to have a certain amount of fucking replacement. Yeah, it is what it is. But no, thank so God there'll be people. Guns. But the thing is, as every time as they start rotting away, I think we're going to still see people who are going to start Frankensteining some shit. Like they figure out the safe pinball machines and old arcade machines and things that they're not supposed to. So I think we're going to see maybe more restore. Like, but I don't know. I, I think you're just gonna. If what's gonna happen is, prices are gonna go up, <laughs> and people yeah. are gonna just go to ROMs. Yep, elitism is a fucking joke. Stop, stop fucking. Uh, what's that term? Uh, gatekeep. Yeah, gatekeeping. Thank you. I'm having a having a moment there. Yeah, stop gatekeeping. Nobody actually gives a fuck about your goddamn NES. No. A copy. Of Sukaden 2 should not be fucking $200 in 2022, you fucking nerds. I mean, it can be, it just doesn't matter. You can play that a hundred different ways. You don't need to play on the PS1 oh with the disc. Oh my god, it's just like I'm in a bunch of ROM groups and they're like, I spent $300 on this fucking cartridge today. I'm like, good, I spent zero and I had a good meal. I don't know, man. Like, I, I have a giant Viduken collection and I just look at it and I'm like, what the fuck did I do with my life? <laughs> I was like, why am I doing anything? I'm like, I'm not doing anything with it. Yeah, I got like, what, a near complete PS1, PS2 collection. I got so many Saturn imports. I got almost every Xbox game. Fucking almost every Sega Master System game. I have too many fucking video games. All of which take like less than a terabyte of my hard drives. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Alright, let's end on this one. What, what do you think is the most overused rope in video games? Uh, that's kind of an open question. We're going to limit it down to like genre. Are oh, we going to talk about like story beats? We can talk about uh, there's always that run, one room where nobody is in, but there's zombies in it somehow, kind of thing. Or yeah, uh, about? overused trope in video games. Um... I think survival. Uh, crafting yeah. games are I think crafting cancer. games. <laughs> I, I, I crafting never want to see one again. I think I fucking like if we're gonna talk about it, I think because I'm such a fan of crafting games, I think crafting games have become so fucking overused that anyone thinks they can make one, and instead of making good improvements on them, they try to invent reinvent the wheel every fucking time. Because they have a poop meter. Oh um, my god, it's just. Um, you can say things like story beats, like uh, you have you're some amnesiac teenager with special powers, or your other chosen one. But I don't give a fuck about video game stories. As long as long as the gameplay is good, I could give less of a shit what the fucking character's background story is or whatever. So I can't like say story beats because I don't I don't really care. <laughs> JRPGs that don't open up until a seventy hour point. Yeah, I mean, can we just get yeah, rid that, of that? That's that's a thing for sure. Can can we just realize that we're adults for the most part, and that a fifteen to twenty hour game isn't the worst thing in our lives? Oh, I'm hundred percent with you. 
fucking tells of any game right there now. There we go. That might be hours. another one. Like, let's just get rid of the fucking 80-hour game. Because we all know that 60 hours of it is bullshit. That's kind of the joke with, like, AAA gaming, where they keep wanting to justify the reason they up the price to $70. And it's like, we never asked you to hire all these, like, top-tier voice actors and no. hours of cinematic video. Like, who? I didn't ask for that. Nope. I just want to <laughs> Why am I paying game? for this? want a fun game that I can feel like I got my 20 hours worth, and I'm like, that was a good experience. Yeah. I say, like, 30 to 40 hours is, like, the sweet spot of video games. So, oh, smaller God. games, easily 15, 20 hours, perfectly fine. I'm cool with that. Uh, especially if they, like, say, hey, you can now play the game again with, like, a Ultra Sword or some shit. That's three that play value there, that's great. Things like that are solid. Cringe when people like it opens up at the thirty-hour mark. I'm like, fuck you. I'm yeah, out. Sorry. <laughs> I already stopped playing fifteen hours ago. <laughs> can I have a save? Can I have a save for that thirty-hour mark so I can start playing this game? Or fuck. Oh man, it really gets good around here. Yeah, maybe that's why because I turned it off twenty-two hours ago. <laughs> I did see that part. Yeah. My kid did something. Yeah, I'm not a teenager uh, anymore. I have a, a job oh, and a life. Job that, yeah, crazy. Um, and I put one more question. Uh, would Tom be a good Anka singer? We watched that YouTube video. I say yes. I could probably blow it off. I think he could. Give him a nice Anka. little umbrella. <laughs> Give me a kimono and an umbrella. Kimono, and get, umbrella. You'll get your Anka song. Some 1990s love song in the background. I think we'd get Tom and Anka sing. I think it's older than that. Yeah. Easy. Probably like, like 1700s. Yeah. I was just thinking of a modern day. But I think that's all I got. We got the questions done. We got what we're playing. We got the news. Uh, we're down two people. We don't have Taylor's six hour rundown from every game he's been playing since 95. But uh, I think we kind of cover everything tonight. Provelos um, joined this chat and has not said a single word since joining, and he's not said anything since. And he's still here. So he's been here for about an hour and a half to a He just joined he joined the chat and just passed out passed instantly. The fuck out immediately. I think so. he like fell on his mouse as he was going down to sleep and his fingers That's hit what he the must have done and joined gonna, the chat. <laughs> he's gonna wake up in the podcast chat tomorrow morning and be like, huh. Alright. <laughs> Funny that. Taylor's well, kid's six, I can't blame him for being occupied. No, not at all. This is a Sunday night, so we'll get we're gonna be on time. Uh, hopefully this week we're gonna finish up uh, that game we went to last week. But life, um, so that will be as dusk falls. We will be finishing that hopefully Wednesday. I think is the plan. Um, so again, everyone, thanks for listening. This was episode twenty nine of Tiny Night Dynamite presents t- uh, Digital Deliberations. I'm Brett. That's Tom. Curvels is passed out and get well soon. Taylor's baby because no one deserves to be sick. Derek, show up on time for D&D. Jesus fucking Christ. I know you have a new kid, Derek, but come on. New baby. You can roll the dice for you. Exactly. As long as they don't choke. Thanks again, everyone, for joining us. Stay safe.